0: Hello and welcome. My name is Maitreya Wolf, and this is the Art of Soulful Living podcast. Here we will explore the many faceted phenomenon of life with a capital L as a way of cultivating our consciousness and deepening ever more into the realm of soul. Story, song, poetry, curiosity, inquiry and more will be our mode of travel and I will guide our voyages in these holy moments of time together. I'm so grateful that you're here. So to begin, let's take a nice, long, slow, deep breath. As you inhale, come fully into your body and fully into this moment. And as you exhale, ground fully into your body and fully into this moment. Let your whole being come into a place of curiosity and receptivity and open your consciousness into exploration mode. My friends, we are set to embark. Are you ready? Here we go. Blessed Sunday to you, or whatever day it is when you receive this transmission. I hope it brings something of beauty into your life. I want to talk about embodying your mission today. And I want to talk about knowing your place and your part in the unfolding of the great story that we're all sitting inside of right now. So let me start with a poem and then we'll get into some explorations, ready? This moment, these days, time will unveil how this dance carves the story of the soul at its leisure. What are we becoming? The epic that begins with one word becoming a sentence, becoming a stanza, full of breath and imagination, becoming finally in time a myth in the body of the world, a gift. This is the magic weaving of destiny, choice, and time. When tears and the creases of joy have sculpted the verses in the poem of a being into a legacy of beauty that will bathe all that come along in time's steady unfolding, then and only then will the full glory of the offering be apparent, a vast sea in which to immerse in the poetry of being. I wrote that one. So let's talk about embodying our missions. Let's talk about knowing our place in the unfolding of the story of the world, in the unfolding of the mystery of being. This is a moment of magnitude. This is a moment of incredible potency and opportunity. And I believe that is collectively understood, but maybe not fully clearly comprehended. I feel that everybody knows that things are changing, but I feel that very few people really understand the power that we have to nudge that change along in certain directions. Because everything needs to change right now, as we all know. The entire institutionalized structure of society is life-denying down to its roots in every way we i mean we live now in the modern world in a way that is just utter insanity just utter insanity and that's become so normalized that in this moment of rupture people are are really concerned with getting back to normal. You know, all through the pandemic, people were were questioning, you know, when will we get back to normal? When will we get back to normal? When will we get back to normal? And myself and some others were like, why are we trying to get back to that normal? That normal sucks. That shit sucks. Business as usual, society as it stands, it fucking sucks. For everyone, except the teeny, 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 teeny top of the tippy, top of the top of top of the top, who just get to suck the life out of everything underneath them, because this is a hierarchical system. There's an above and there's the below. There's a top and there's everything else. And there's only a little teeny top of that pyramid, but there's a lot of base. And most of us are in the base, right? And it sucks. It sucks for humanity. It sucks for the planet. It sucks for all the other animals here. It just sucks. And it needs to change. And it needs to change for the better. And this is a moment when it can. Because suddenly all the structures have been interrupted the entire the momentum of society which seems so ironclad, just an ironclad train that never stopped. It all of a sudden just stopped. And then as soon as it was it was gonna go back to normal, then this murder happened in Minneapolis and now there's another interruption to the return to the status quo. And thank God. Thank God this eruption has come. Thank God there's been another bomb thrown in our pathological attachment to the status quo that sucks for so many beings, for most beings, that sucks for the planet, because it makes an opportunity for us to shift into something better. But to take that opportunity in any way that's meaningful, we have to approach it through an initiatory lens, or at least through the lens of the question of what is mine to do? What is my part of this process? How do I participate in this process in a way that shifts this story towards the more beautiful possibility that is hungry to be born and ready to be born? So, this is a moment that changes everything that comes after it, but that change is defined by how we show up. So, how do we show up? I mean, we're watching, there's a lot of chaos. I mean, God, social media right now is just like just chaos. It's just noise so much noise, so much noise in so many directions. Everybody just with their opinions about everything, about how everyone should think, what everyone should feel, what everyone should be doing, what everyone should be saying, what it all really means, where it all really comes from, where it's all really going, just, just opinions at top volume. And I'm not even going to get into the nature of those opinions or any of the details about those opinions because I'm just speaking to the general feeling of that whole realm of communication that's become so central to our lives is that it's just, it's chaos right now. And so there's that, there's that field of chaos. And then there's the institutionalized response, the governmental response. There's the militarized police response, which is, of course, the response that this society is going to have. It's going to come with the response of control because that's what this society is about. It's hierarchical, it's about the powers at the top dictating the behaviors at the bottom, and it's about maintaining that order through superior firepower. I heard this phrase from someone, he says, it's, it's like a catchphrase from him, peace through superior firepower. And that is the mentality of the system that we live inside of right now. That is the mentality of the institutionalized structures of society. Peace through superior firepower. Hierarchies, authorities, and submissives. Control. Control. So we've got chaos. We've got control. We've got this incredible movements that I'm seeing of neighbors coming together to protect and support each other in places that are war-torn at this moment. You know, so much community support and engagement and involvement, and it's so beautiful. So beautiful. There's so much beauty coming out. There's so much solidarity coming out for the people of color whose lives are inherently endangered inside of the white supremacist society that we all find ourselves inside of right now. So it's incredible. And it's chaotic, and it's dangerous, and it's messy as fuck. So whoever's here listening to me, I have no idea who you are, and I hope it brings something good into your life. I just want to propose three principles for how we show up. Because I think these three principles are really critical to knowing what our particular piece of the puzzle really is and knowing how to show up with that particular piece of the puzzle. Powerful, potent, ready, and intact. One, curiosity. How do we show up right now? Let's be curious. There's so much anger and tension going around. And I know myself as a white person engaging in the conversation about dismantling colonialism, dismantling white supremacy, you know, taking responsibility for white privilege, all these things, these conversations can be really, really difficult to participate in because I have encountered not many, but some people of color who are just so angry and so abusive with their words and so abusive with their approach that even understanding trauma and being someone who does a lot of healing work with people, I reached my limit, you know, just my limit where I'm like, I'm not willing to be spoken to this way. And I support that limit, you know, and I also support just leaning in a little farther than is comfortable with so much curiosity. You know, it was remarkable for me that before George Floyd was murdered, I, like a week before or something, I um, I do a lot of work at home that, that I can listen to a lot of different things. And I like to listen to, to people sharing, you know, doing podcasts and video broadcasts and whatever. And I was listening to Russell Brand one day and just in the middle of it I clicked it off and I was like I don't want to hear what white men have to say anymore. I want to hear what women have to say. I want to hear what women of color have to say and Maya Angelou came into my mind and I just started watching everything I could find of her work you know her incredible spoken word work her incredible interviews you know she's passed away now rest your soul but she left an incredible legacy and I started really diving into that legacy to really just hear something different to see something different to really make the effort to get outside of the echo chamber of what white men have to say because you know I there are plenty of white men in my life don't get me wrong and I love you all and society is defined by white men culture modern modern western culture is defined by white men and it's so crushingly boringly suffocatingly limited I just wanted to hear something else and I went from there to Lila June she's an incredible Native American poet and musician and now she's run for um she's in office in New Mexico and she's just she's brilliant, and she speaks as a Native American woman who's just been through some shit and to to sit in the presence of her grace, of her refinement of of her sophistication. you know, same as Maya Angelou. it's just I'm able to rest into a broadened perspective that just immeasurably nourishes me and changes fundamentally my. Conceptual understanding, but also my embodied understanding of life in the world. So, however it goes, however you can bring curiosity into this entire moment, into not only these conversations that are happening, but also the biggest picture possible of the moment. You know, really, what is the nature of this moment? What's really happening here? Take it all in. Be curious about it. Really be curious about it and let it start to create a field of understanding for you that's broader than the one that you sit in by default. And While you're doing that, the second thing I want to say is humility. Really just humility. And by humility, some people mean humility is like, I will make myself submissive to some other thing that i will put above me and i mean by humility just letting other things other perspectives other realities have the magnitude that you afford to your own or have the magnitude that you afford to the things you've been conditioned to believe are important just Humility and curiosity are really lacking and key. They're so incredible together. Like You have to be humble to be curious. Because if your perspective is fixed, if you think you already understand, if you think you know where someone's coming from or you know what you, they're about or you know what their experience is or you know what the big picture of the moment is, then you can't see anything new. But if you can actually get humble and say... Oh, I don't know the whole story. I don't know all the answers. I don't know all the angles. I don't know here. And everything is as valid as I am. Everything that I am discounting is as valid as the things that I am conditioned to value. Curiosity humility and the third thing is clarity clarity of what you say clarity of intent i for one do a lot of meditative work i do a lot of magical work i work a lot in the unseen realms through meditation through visualization through trance through prayer. And I'm in an office on a street where a lot of trucks are driving by right now. <laughs> um, clarity of intent is crucial in all magical work. And clarity of intent is crucial in all of these sensitive conversations that are happening right now. Clarity of intent is really important as we navigate how best to show up to this moment. And when I say clarity of intent, I mean, what are you after? What do you, what's important to you? What are you moving towards? What do you care about right now? If you're engaging in a protest if you're engaging in a dialogue amongst people of different races what is your intent for participating if you are sitting out of the whole of the whole thing and trying not to get involved what is your intent there because either way whether you're leaning in or leaning back or abstaining or engaging on whatever level In some way, you're a part of the unfolding of the moment. So clarify your intention. What do you care about? What are you going towards? What is your participation, whatever it is, what is it about? Curiosity, humility, and clarity. When we bring curiosity, humility, and clarity of intention to the moment, then we start to open into the realm of genuine transformation. And this is not a moment to skate through. There are no bystanders right now. We're all a part of the story of the world. Right now, and we could turn this story towards beauty. This story will, will turn towards wherever you know the, the mass of the weight goes. And so, all of us who are devoted to beauty, it is of the utmost importance right now that we participate in the life of the story so that it can move towards beauty expediently. We hope, right? We hope. I've been talking a lot lately with people about holding the dream of what's possible, though a lot of people are feeling overwhelmed and despair and feeling like, like the dream is fucked. It's it's tanked. It's dead. It's done. You know, because of Trump, because of white supremacists, because of whatever. But da, 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 da. and I don't believe that's the case. I believe the dream. Of the more beautiful world that our hearts know is possible, that's a line by Charles Eisenstein, thank you, sir, the dream of the more beautiful world that our hearts know is possible is giving birth to itself. And as anyone who's ever participated in a birth knows, birth is messy, painful, bloody, and dangerous. But that's how new life gets to the world. It gets born. So dig deeper. Don't skate through this moment. Don't just say, I'm going to, you know, I'll peace out and just see how it all goes. Participate on some level, even if it's in prayer. I mean, that's where I spend most of my time. I spend most of my time in contemplation and prayer because I know. That is my role. And I'm becoming a teacher, but I spend most of my time in solitude and in silence with the earth, with the spirit, with the soul of being, tuning the frequency and just nudging the story towards beauty with the whole of my consciousness. And you can do the same thing. Or you can go protest, you can be a medic, you can do healing work, you can hold groups that help people cultivate the tools to get through this. You can have a conversation that matters. Be brave enough to have a conversation that matters. Be brave enough to have a conversation that matters. Be curious and humble enough to participate in a conversation that matters. To all of my white friends, my white followers, whoever's out there listening to me, if you're white, just be curious. If a person of color calls you out about something, just be curious. Be curious about what they said. Even if you can't participate in the conversation because they're angry at you or whatever, once you, you know, wherever you get to, be curious about what they said. Unpack it. Unpack it. just just, just listen. Be curious, be humble. Not, because, not for them, even, but for yourself, because it's going to make you a better person. One of the most powerful things uh, I ever heard about the importance of deconstructing white supremacy in ourselves was this woman Robin D'Angelo, she's so incredible. She does she's a white woman and she does this deconstructing white supremacy work. And she said, you know, it was never how did she say it? Excuse me. I it's been a while. But it opened my mind so much. She's like, I could go through my whole life never understanding that my perspective and my experience of life was in a state of utter poverty because of the absence of all this richness that different types of people bring into the world that is the essence of white supremacy and part of the way it hurts us as white people is that it starves our perspective it starves our perception it starves our relationship with life because everybody brings richness into the world and everybody's richness is worthy of our attention our curiosity and our respect and when we all come into this place of curiosity and respect for each other then we actually open into the magnificence of what diversity really is I mean it's incredible it's incredible to live in the company of many different types of people and the ways that they see the world, the ways they relate to life, the, the ways that life force moves through the vessels that we each are, the, the deities we worship, the ways we pray, the ways we speak. There's so much richness in the world and it's so easy to be insulated from that and to never realize that there's something missing. But there's something missing. So lean in. Lean into the conversation. Lean in to the invitation to open perspective. Lean in to the moment. And be curious, be humble, have clarity of intent. And also, whatever is yours to do, Whatever is your part to play in the unfolding of this moment, pour your whole heart into it. Because this is a moment when it could change for the better. It could change for the better. Because we're not going to make it. We are not going to survive if it all doesn't change and i have no idea how that change is going to happen because the entire institutionalized structure of society is diseased down to the roots so i have no idea how we can keep the inst- how we can keep society intact on any level and actually make these changes but i know this change is ripe to be made it needs to be made for the sake of the planet and for the sake of all of us for the sake of all life here Everything needs to change. And this is a moment when it could. If we all show up and embody our power to participate in the unfolding of the moment and embody our power to participate in the curation of a new collective mythology that is life-affirming for all people for all beings, for the planet as a whole. Hold the dream of what's possible, no matter what, because that gives the dream a chance to come true. Be humble, be curious, stay present, Know your own part and live it with the whole of your heart. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this today. I pray it has brought something of beauty to your life and your heart and your consciousness and your soul. My name is Maitreya Wolf. This is the Art of Soulful Living. If you'd like to do any work together, if you need counseling, if you need healing, all of these things I do, I'm available. Please be in touch. I love you so much thank you thank you thank you for listening to me i pray that this has brought something of beauty into the conversation all blessings all blessings to us all blessings to the holy world of which we are a part in this most incredible moment of magnitude may it transform for the better right now in parting i'd like to share with you this song from my new album fertile darkness this is a song i wrote for my mother as a blessing for her life so i send it out to all of us and all the mamas as a blessing for our collective life may we come into right relation with this good green world and live in a good way in a beautiful way for the benefit of all beings now and always and in only the best ways yeah hey friends i love you been enjoying the art of soulful living podcast with myself Maitreya Wolf as your guide it has been such a pleasure to share with you in this way thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here with me the art of soulful living is my session-based mentoring work as well as this podcast weaving counseling movement meditation and various healing elements the goal of the work is to heal trauma cultivate wisdom and foster greater empowerment in your life To learn more about it and to explore working together, visit MaitreyaWolf.com forward slash mentoring and fill out the contact form on that page to schedule a free 30-minute consultation. I am able to work remotely, so if you're not in Nevada County, California, but are still interested, do reach out. Things are possible. I'm also a performing musician, storyteller, and teacher. You can learn more about me and my offerings by visiting my website at mitreawolf.com, where you will find recordings of my original music, videos, writing, and more. If you're interested in hosting me for a concert or another event, you can contact me through the site. And again, that's mitreawolf.com. Find me on Facebook and Instagram under the name Wolf Sacred Arts, and if you're interested in supporting my work, please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash There are so many ways to connect, and your support means the world to me. I very much look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for joining me for the Art of Soulful Living podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you know when new episodes come out, and please rate and share it if you enjoy it. Wings are made of a thousand feathers. I welcome you to be one of mine. More to come, my friends. Many blessings.